Welcome to Ordinary to Badass, episode number 324. In this episode, we are going to talk about 75 hard. And 75 hard, if you're hearing that and it makes you want to turn this off, stay with me here. (laughs) 75 hard is about a workout program and a diet and so much more. But when you get to the crux of it, it's actually about mindset, which is why I loved it so much. So today we're going to talk about is 75 hard worth it and kind of weigh some of the different um, things about the program or give you some different considerations. I was going to say weigh the pros and the cons, but I don't know. It's hard. It's hard, right? But we'll get to why it being actually, it says 75 hard. I feel like it's 75 extreme, And we'll get to why extreme is better than hard. So stay with me here. This episode is going to be fire. And I want to know, I can't wait to hear from you to hear if you've done 75 hard, what you think of it, all the things. But before we get there, if you're loving this podcast, share it, share it, share it. (laughs) Sure. You think I'm excited about it? Yeah. But share it with your friends, family, somebody who you think would find ordinary to badass useful, who could use a little badassery in their life or realize that they're a badass, because I know you got those kind of friends. So share the episode with a friend. And with that, let's get to it. Let's get to the episode. Be confident, be bold, be authentic, but don't forget to take action. This is Ordinary to Badass, where our stories empower women to step into the spotlight of their own lives and pursue what they're truly passionate about. It's time to step into the arena and become more than just extraordinary. It's time to become a badass with your host, Marie Sonneman. Seventy-five hard. Is it worth it? Clearly. I think that it's worth it, but I want to hit on a few different things with 75 hard that you might not have thought about that I don't think is talked about. And so I want to address that here. So 75 hard first came into my world when I was at a growth day conference. There I was standing in a group of strangers that I didn't know. And he said, why don't you try 75 hard? I didn't even know what 75 hard was, but I swear I started to sweat a little bit. (laughs) I don't know why I did out here, but I started to sweat a little bit, hands under my pits and just get anxious just by hearing the name. So when we were in this group, part of growth day is like learning, growing, setting goals, trying to be your best self. Right. And I had just announced to this group of strangers that I wanted to lose weight and get in shape. And so Somebody had said, why don't you do 75 hard? And I was nervous before I even looked it up. I just, at the time I wrote it down and I was thinking, okay, I'll come back to it, you know, but when I looked at it, I was like, oh goodness, I can't do this. This is crazy. This is way too extreme. Like I can barely stick to a diet or a workout. How am I possibly going to do this? So I definitely started doubting myself, doubting that it was possible. And, you know, sometimes you say you want something and then somebody else kind of puts your feet to the fire. And the second your feet are to the fire, you're like, oh crap, I got to do something. Then you kind of start to back away, back out. Anybody else ever do that? 
like do it kind of makes you wonder do I really want this because I said I did but that's too much work so if that's you I have been there definitely that's how I felt in the moment was e stressed out so you're probably wondering what is the 75 hard now there is an app that you can get for your phone to follow the steps and check it off I think it's like 6.99 a month but the rules to 75 hard are no alcohol, no cheats, no compromises. That's for everything I'm going to tell you. You got to stick no alcohol, no cheats, no compromises. And you got to have to consume a gallon of water a day, which is a ton of water, but you'll get used to it. <laughs> uh, have two daily workouts. And I'm going to tell you, take the stress off yourself with the workouts. If you're not working out at all, I don't care if you're walking, if you're moving your body, that is a workout, but do it twice a day. I'm not saying be lazy, but I am saying do something that's manageable, right? And the next time you do 75 hard or 75 days, then you can up the ante. So gallon of water, two workouts. One of those workouts has to be outside. They're 45 minutes each. Then you have to do 10 pages of self-development reading follow a diet, any diet you get to pick. That's the beauty of it. And then you also have to take a daily progress picture so that you can kind of see in the end, you could say, oh, this is where I started. This is where I finished. So I don't know about you, but that 45 minute workout, the two 45 minute workouts a day, that seemed unimaginable. How in the world would I have time? I could barely have time for one. How am I going to find time for two? But where there's a will, there's a way, but we'll get into that. So that same day that the guy told me, how about 75 hard? That same exact day, even though I'd looked at it and be like, that's impossible. I can't do that. And I just didn't even give it a second thought really. But that night I ended up in urgent care. Here I am out of town, having an allergic reaction, um, broke out in hives. Like everything was swollen, my feet, my hands, everything. And so I had to go to urgent care. And then here's the crazy thing. I had high blood pressure, high heart rate. They almost didn't let me go home from urgent care. They almost kept me there. Felt like a prisoner. <laughs> but that was the shock that I needed. It's like, okay, something has got to give. I can't keep treating myself this way. Can't keep being unhealthy. I've got to make a change in my life. And so... Sometimes you just have those moments that kind of shake you and wake you up and be like, enough is enough. You cannot do this to yourself anymore. And so when you have those moments, listen to them, right? Don't beat yourself up over them, but use them to fuel you to take action. So I feel like that random person or the rando <laughs> mentioning me doing 75 hard and me going to the emergency room happening in the same day, that was meant to be, right? Because that fueled me to actually take action. So whatever whatever it is that gets you to take action, use that. Use that as your momentum to push you forward. Um, but the thing that I want you to realize is that you don't have to go to the hospital to make some sort of change. That's Hospital is not a requirement. <laughs> Okay, let me share with you what I learned from 75 hard. 
I learned excuses, excuses, excuses. That's what my everyday life had been filled with. I was making one excuse after another to not get things done. So when I was doing 75 hard, I became committed. Like, okay, I have to do all of these things in a day. And so I was very intentional about making that happen. I was probably only a month or so in when I had to take a flight. I took a trip for work and I was a little bit nervous about it because how was I possibly going to find the time? And so the day of the flight to go to Maryland, there aren't great flights from Washington State to Maryland. It takes up a big chunk of your day. So I had to be at the airport at 3 a.m. And I wasn't going to land until 4 p.m., but I still had a two-hour drive after that. And that's if everything went perfect, if everything went smoothly. So what was I going to do, right? Well, guess what? I woke up at 1 a.m., had everything ready, and woke up at 1 a.m. and did a workout. Because I was like, this is not going to stop me. And so 1 a.m. I did a workout. And then the second one I did once I got there. And so... I made it happen. Really, what that taught me, both going there and coming back, like, oh, I can do this. If I got up at 1 a.m., then I can do this. The rest of the time, I can do it. So it gave me, like, it kind of re-solidified that you can do hard things kind of thing and gave me the courage to keep pushing forward and not doubt myself so much. I don't know about you, but I've never gotten up at 1 a.m. to work out before. (laughs) <laughs> at least prior to that point, but I was committed. So once you have an intention, once you're committed to something, you will find a way to move past those excuses. And if if that had been me another time, like before 75 hard, I would have made an excuse not to do one workout, let alone to get the second one in, right? So it kind of taught me like, oh, you have more time than you think you have. And also being intentional, having some commitment towards something that's going to completely change the way you view things. So sometimes these hard things can teach us like, oh, we can do hard things. We can be more intentional and get things done. They help you push past and do the hard thing this the next time or a day when you might've thought was hard in the past. Then you saw that and you're like, oh, I got this. Okay. So Don't underestimate that. Don't underestimate it. Another thing that really shocked me was that sometimes surprising things can come out of everyday ordinary actions. I don't know about you, but I always think like the small things, what are they going to add up to? What are they going to do? Like I, I underestimate the power of the small everyday actions. And actually, I know Tiffany Babb was on the Ordinary to Badass podcast, and she was saying, your day is one in the ordinary actions. We always think it has to be these huge steps, but it's actually the small steps that are amazing, the small steps that get us the big results. So with 75 Hard, you have to read 10 pages a day. Gotta know, where are my slow readers at? That's me. (laughs) So if you read slow... I feel you, but here's the thing. I love reading. I just hate how long it takes me. I'm incredibly slow at reading. So when I saw the 10 pages a day, I was like, okay. Um, I didn't have a problem reading, but I just felt like 
that's going to get me nowhere quick. And really, I was shocked at the end of the 75 days, looking at how much books I had gone through. I was shocked. I would not think that just 10 days, 10 pages a day would get me through that many books. And I, I don't even remember at this point, it was probably 10 or 15 books. Um, but I was shocked because slow reader here, right? Um, but we underestimate the power of the small, consistent actions. So that's one thing that 75 Hard also taught me was take small actions toward, towards your goal, right? Just one step at a time. How do you eat an elephant? I think that's Brian Tracy and it's one bite at a time, right? You just take one little thing at a time and knock it out. And that can lead to big results. The other thing that I learned was the power of habits. Tiny habits are so important. And really 75 days of doing the same thing over and over, 75 days of doing two workouts a day, um, that initially seemed super hard. It didn't seem doable. But then by the end of the 75 days, actually, I went 95 days <laughs> and then vacation got me, right? Had to stop. But I went 95 days and it seems impossible in the beginning. Even that first day, the first week, I was like, how am I going to keep up this pace? I don't know that I can do this. Well, then at the end, it was like, that was stinking awesome. Right. And it was really part of my natural routine. It was part of something that I did every day. And I didn't even think twice about it at that point. It was just normal to do it twice. So it's kind of crazy how something that seems so overwhelming, so much work can then just be your new normal. And you don't even think twice about it. So I found that having a schedule or having a routine was helpful. And this didn't always happen. The way my work schedule goes, sometimes it's different. One day it's um, swing shift and another day it's day shift. And it kind of, it might not always be what I expected. It sometimes unexpectedly rotates. So I adjusted to that, right? But where I could, I had a routine. And so I would say, okay, work out at this time. On work days, I would work out at the same time, right? This time and this time like early, early in the morning, and then right before I went to work. So then that's what I would do on my work days. Then when I didn't work, I gave myself a little bit of grace. Like first thing in the morning, I went typically just very first thing when I woke up, I went and then sometime at night around 7pm, but I didn't have an exact time. If, if the urge hit me to go for a second walk, then I just went for that second walk. But I was committed to know that I was going to get it done, but do what works for you. If you absolutely hate a routine, then don't set times for yourself. Just make sure to get it done. <laughs> it's like, what do you like better? You like a root or what do you hate more? That's a better question. What do you hate more? A routine or a workout? And if you hate workouts more than you hate a routine, then maybe get in a routine for your workout. Now that I said that, that sounds miserable if you don't like either of those, <laughs> but the, the, point is, is that you make a habit of getting it done. You make a habit of doing it. And I've just found that doing it at the same time um, tends to just make me not think about it, right? If I do it at the same time every day, then I don't have to think twice about it. And I just do it. I automatically think, okay, this is a non-negotiable. I will do it. So the thing 
that absolutely floored me, I think it will shock you, is that this, I know it says 75 hard, but it felt very extreme. It felt like a lot, but you know what? Extreme is easier than hard because you don't even have to give it a second thought. You don't really have to be like, okay, let's say this, you're all in. Have you ever went on a diet and then maybe you gave up sugar, right? And you gave up sugar, you're like 100%, no sugar, doing this for a week, doing it for a month or whatever it is. You don't have to sit there and try to ask yourself, should I have sugar today? Should I not have sugar today? If you're 100% all in and you're not going to have sugar, then you don't have to debate the question in your mind. There's no gray area there for, there's no gray area. You just do it because you're like, okay, I've already made the decision. So it takes some of the mental, some of the cognitive stress off you because you don't have to sit there and constantly think. So when you say, okay, I'm going all in, I'm going hard, I'm doing two workouts a day, I'm gonna drink a gallon of water, do a diet, that seems crazy. But if you're gonna make it happen, you gotta go all in, you gotta go 100%. And that 100% is so much easier than 99%, than 50%. It's so much easier because you take the decision making out of it. I think we're spending too much time making decisions. And then I don't know about you, but if I leave the choice up to me, if I leave the decision up to me, um, I have one bad day or one moment of weakness and I'm like, screw it all. I'm done. I'm I'm done. I'm just going to have chocolate today or I'm just not going to work out today. And then before I know it, I don't like I'm having chocolate all the time and I'm not working out right so that in the middle is what leaves you like what keeps you struggling what makes you have to think more and more about it so we don't give enough weight to the mental stress that it gives us right because your mind has to keep going and keep thinking and trying to come up with should I do it should I not do it that kind of thing. So go all in a hundred percent. Now I'm going to read a quote from Jack Canfield here, and he's the best-selling author of success, success principles. And if you have kids, you might want to mute this for a minute. <laughs> um, so anyway, Jack Canfield said 99% is a bitch. A hundred percent is a breeze. So true, right? 99% is brutal, but a hundred percent that's my jam. And it sounds crazy. And you know, that even happened to me for, for marathon running, right? I thought that it was so hard. I'd never run a race. I thought it was just crazy, but I went all in on the marathon. I ran that stinking marathon because I went all in a hundred percent. It didn't matter what I had done or not done in the past or that I hadn't run a 5k or whatever. No, you go all in. It's like, Buckle up, get ready for the ride because you are going to do it. So all in 100%, that's what's required. And when, I don't know about you, but actually, who do you think of when it comes to extreme? When you hear the word extreme, who comes to your mind? Now, it might not be the same person, but for me, it's Jocko Willink. 
And Jocko Willink is a former Navy SEAL, so hardcore, like ridiculously hardcore. And he wrote a book called Extreme Ownership, go figure. (laughs) And he posts on social media all the time. It's almost a little bit ridiculous. Um, But he posts a picture of his watch. And he's like, oh, 4.30 a.m. Like every single day he posts a picture of his watch getting up at 4.30. He is a beast. Like just a beast. It doesn't, he doesn't even seem human because it's like he's a big muscular fit guy. Um, He's written all these books. He has a business. It's just, I don't know. What he does seems out of this world, doesn't seem possible. But you know what? I think it's because it's so extreme. And actually, he's probably making it easier on himself because he's going so extreme. He's going all in on the things that he is doing. So it doesn't require the mental stress. It doesn't require for him to make a decision. He just goes all in. How can you start going all in? Maybe it's just for one thing. I think, is although I'm saying go extreme, we don't have to go all extreme with everything, right? We don't have to be like Jocko Willink. <laughs> um, and why am I forgetting the name of his podcast? I don't know. I can't think of the name of his podcast. But if you type in Jocko, um, it'll pop up. And it's a lot about like military type stuff and history, which I'll be honest, not a huge fan of. But like his podcast, yeah, I like it. Um, so give it a listen or just look him up on social media so you can get a good laugh when you see his watch every morning, um, 4.30 a.m. showing that he's up. But extreme is so much easier. It's so much easier than hard. It's so much easier than going 50% or being part in. So my challenge to you today, my friends, is to go extreme. Pick one thing and be extreme about it. And you will be shocked at your results. I can't wait to hear your results. Let me know on social media, Instagram at ordinary to badass. Tell me one thing that you're going to go extreme on one thing you're going all in. I want to know, I want to hear from you, like take a screenshot of this episode, throw it in your Instagram stories and let me know one thing that you're going all in on you're a badass. You can do this. And I cannot wait to hear from you. And here's the thing. If it makes you like swallow really hard, like kind of like, I don't know what kind of gulp that was, but (laughs) we'll roll with it. (laughs) But if it makes you swallow hard or feel like you're sweating, like you got the pit sweats, that's okay. That means you're doing the right thing. A little bit of fear is normal and a little bit of doubt is normal, but you can do it. So go extreme, hit me up on the gram and let me know one thing you're going to go extreme on today. So with that, we'll end our show to all the badasses staying in the arena, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, own it and get after it. Now that you've listened to this episode of Ordinary to Badass, we want to hear from you. Go to our website, ordinarytobadass.com slash podcast and submit your own experience on how you took your life from ordinary to badass and get the chance to be on a future spotlight episode of the show. That's ordinarytobadass.com forward slash podcast. While you're waiting for the next episode of the show, wipe off the sweat, dust off the dirt and get back in the arena.